But if you start a cult, I might join it. Or maybe well, we can do it together. I, I have a pamphlet here I need to share with you because uh, <laughs> you're behind the eight ball. This I has see. happened years ago. Okay. I, uh, I'm, I'm actually building up to something now. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Uh, welcome to the Hopper Podcast. We're yeah. back in action here. It's good to see you, Dave. Good to see you. I smell you a little bit too much, though. Yeah well, yeah, well, that's why I said C. What, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh-huh. I guess you could take a shower. Um, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> yes, hasn't happened for a long time. Uh, hey, I wanted to talk a little bit about cults. Oh, okay. Religious cults. Yeah. Are you thinking uh, of starting one? I am. Uh-huh. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I was in seminary, uh-huh. we had to go around in, in Greek class and say why we were there. Uh-huh. And after listening to, I don't know, 30 students yeah. talk about their ministry aspirations, yeah. I said, I just really want to start a cult. Uh-huh. Got a good laugh. Yeah, you know, good. It's, yeah. it's better if you know the Greek. You uh-huh. right, had to yeah. argue their, your points from the Greek. Yeah. I mean, uh, anyway, uh, you know, this is a problem yeah. in our society that you would think is a rather minor problem because, mm. I mean, how many cults have there really been, right? Yeah. There's, there's, there's always some group of wackadoos that sure. do something crazy. Some yeah. have committed mass suicide. Yeah. Um, some of them are really tragic yes. uh, that way, yes. right? Yes. Others are, are just kind of ongoing. You know, there's uh, there's good old Tom Cruise, you know, making the news with the, the Christian scientists. Oh, yeah, The yeah, celebrities yeah. who have left. That's and, not Christian scientists. That's um, Scientology. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Scientology. That's different. It is. It's, it's significantly yep. different. Th- thanks for that catch. It is yeah. totally different. Um, and so uh, I just wanted to, to talk about cults for a bit because okay. I see some potential similarities with the internet um, options okay. on the internet, like a, like a new wave of what I could call online communities or oh, online cults. Okay, yeah. Um, and how they can just reach into all these different uh, people's lives yeah. through cyberspace. Yeah. And uh, so people need to be aware yeah. that, uh, especially if they have kids, teenagers, so forth, that, uh-huh. that there are always folks trying to start various groups. And we did some funny episode not too long ago about uh, about conspiracy theorists. Uh, birds aren't real. Birds right? aren't real. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's just kind of arguing that that there are these options to do all kinds of yeah um, uh, manipulative things. Yeah. Through uh, even even the quick moving social medias like TikTok and Instagram. Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's kind of an online presence in that. So I just thought we'd talk a little bit about cults and what makes sure a cult. Okay. And typically, if you think about the cults that you're aware of, yeah. isn't there always at the front uh-huh. somebody uh-huh. Yeah. who is charismatic, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody who's got some personality. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of folks tend to 
to gather folks by explaining a problem. Yes. What we would call description instead yes. of prescription. They're not going to tell you how to fix that problem. They're going to they're going to hook you yeah. with uh, with with some sort of bonding over the problem. Yes, that's right? good. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then they don't really have a gospel in mind. Even Christian writers, I've read books. I've complained about this before. When you read a book and it feels like they're reading your mail, they're describing the yes. issue, the problem, but then they don't give me enough answers. Just they don't, don't give answer. me enough Jesus. Yeah. Not enough gospel. Not enough. Uh, you know, no, no real power or wisdom. I mean, sometimes, right. you know, it's not a lot of wisdom you brought to right. bear, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then we also, when we think of cults, think of like the the brainwashing, right? yes, the kind yes. of mind control, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Um, the and then eventually some sort of exploitation. Yeah, yeah. Most of your uh, cults have some. This charismatic leader is is typically sexually involved mm. with women, uh, or certainly enjoying the sense of power. That it provides, and and we've talked about that as well. People love power. Yeah, they love to feel yeah. like they're special. Yeah, um, from me getting a building inspection done. Yeah, and that guy right. has all the power, and you can yeah. tell he knows he's loving it. Yeah, right? oh, this this is my moment. Yeah, uh, to lord this over you from uh, going to a, a presbytery meeting, even uh-huh. in religious circles. You know, where right. someone is just wanting to show how smart they are. Yeah, how much church history they know. Uh huh. Um, you know, and, and people want to feel right. powerful, right. and this is one way that people have done that. Um, and have also gotten rich. Uh-huh. So they've gotten power, they've gotten wealth, and they've gotten illicit sex. Yeah. And so, of course, uh, there are people who have who've maliciously started these sorts of cults. Yeah. And uh, and I think there are some that, that perhaps really believed some of what they were saying or yeah. Yeah. maybe had a mental illness uh, partnering alongside of that. Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. Um, but anyway, it, it, the... The people who are susceptible to this, yeah, um, there is a profile for that. Did you have yeah. you? Yeah. Do you know anything about those folks? Do you know anything about that profile? No, I don't. Yeah, they they um, typically are in some sort of uh, crisis. Okay. Yep. yep sure. That, that makes, makes sense, sense, right? Uh huh. Perfect. Um, they're they're ill, okay. and they they haven't had any answers, and they uh-huh. need some answer. Yeah. They are in abusive relationship, uh-huh. okay. and they they're looking for a way out or yeah. a transition, yeah. or maybe they've made a transition. They've yeah. left some relationship. They've changed some job. They just moved to a new place. Right. They're a teenager. They didn't yeah. want to move. They had to move. Yeah. Um, and mm. now there is they're they're in a different environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they they need to um, they need to make connections. Yeah. And then there's they encounter a. Um, this person of charisma yeah and there's some sort of some sort of hook brought something that they've they've sold them on yeah a community that they're inviting them into yeah and we all have a need to belong sure right yeah uh we all need peer acceptance yeah and that's a very valuable thing yeah and so uh people do anything for that Uh um and and then from those those Inside the community, there are these pressures. There's a there's a culture that's been cultivated, right? And that's that's actually where the word cult comes from. Mm. Cultivation. Yeah. Um, they've they've produced an environment that then these pressures start to guide behaviors. Yeah. And, uh, when you enculturate people, that you create new norms. Right. 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 Um, and so this guy may again be very thoughtfully, maliciously trying to produce uh-huh. Uh-huh. norms that would involve. Uh, his illicit sex, sexual advances, or uh, 
we need to put money into this project, money that's right, going into right. his pocket or yeah. just into the community so the community's growing and he feels powerful or yeah. just basic control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like the, you know, the mental, the, the mental part of it, like the, the brainwashing, um, did, you know, when you're a kid, uh-huh. uh, I don't know about you, but when when I heard of brainwashing, I thought of uh, sleep deprivation. And, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like uh-huh. right. various forms of torture. Right, right. Um, but it's it's more of just a um, an intimidation. Yes, it can be very subtle. Yeah, it can just be like a pressure and a confidence. Right, and an intimidation that uh, that you and I have seen in people, uh, even in ministry, just yeah. sort of more toxic individuals yes. that have just they just have this sort of. Uh, pressure, yeah. and they don't take criticism well, and yeah. they they they're always posturing themselves as the place yeah. of control. Right, right. So you have to tiptoe around them. Yeah. You've also got um, the the tactic of gaslighting comes to mind. Yes, explain that. So uh, I forget exactly where it comes from, uh, but the idea is that uh, I think I, I think of this more in terms of personal relationships, especially intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. But it can be used, I guess, in a broader context. But where uh, one person, in order to manipulate the other, uh, creates this false world, this false narrative and false right. interpretation and questions the real one and says, you're not stupid enough to believe, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like, no, this is what's actually happening. And what you actually see with your eyes is is not real. And what you hear with your ears is actually not real. And I will tell you it's real. Yeah. And you are really struggling to see what's going on in the world, which is why you need to rely on me and not yourself. Right. Yeah. And I, I've also heard that apply to just two people in conflict. And right. One that's person, what I mean. Yeah. One, yeah and one person saying... Uh, you're doing this, but it's actually what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and creating that false And that's narrative. projection. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, but I can imagine that, that a, a cult leader uses yes. that tactic in one-on-one relationships with lots of the people yeah. in in the group. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, and there's typically some sort of fear mongering. Yeah. Right. Some yeah. sort of, uh, there's a danger outside of this community. Ah, uh, yes. This You're community, safe here yes, with this, me. I know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I've talked to people like, uh, by the way, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, we consider them cults. Uh-huh, uh, they, uh-huh. They're not Trinitarian. Right. Um, when I've had conversations with them uh-huh. or many other subsets like modalists, there are uh-huh. a lot of Pentecostals are modalists, for sure. example. And, uh, well, now TD you're talking about theology instead of the flow of power in a group. Well, uh, yeah, but but uh, let me explain. Okay. So uh, when I talk to a Jehovah's Witness, yeah, and they try to convince me, yeah, that uh, that Jesus was created, yes, um, which is an old heresy that yes. was defeated long ago, yeah. Um, and I st- I start zeroing in on that, and I say, please help me understand, yeah, yeah, why you would throw away all of this great Christian orthodoxy yeah. and hold to this minority view that is, uh, when you try to explain it in the scripture, is tremendously weak. Yes, yes. Um, there, and I'm, what, I'm tr- what I'm trying to get them to think about is that impetus yeah. that says, I've got the special information. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that's the, uh-huh. the hook. That's the appeal. Yes, yes. When you talk to lots of these groups, they're saying... Um, we're the one true church. We're the church. Yes. We're, we're the Latter Day Saints. We're the. We've we're got the, the special information. Our church goes straight back to Peter. Right. Our church goes. You know, it's like yeah, we have the special information right. that right. goes all the way back to the Gnostics, right. who had the quote secret 
right? The, the secret, secret knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Gnosticism, uh, knowledge. You, yeah. You, you, it's the same word, Gnostic knowledge. Yeah. They come from the same place, yeah. So they had this the secret special sauce. Yeah, yeah. And that really appeals to people. Yeah. Right? The, oh, the world is so broken and everything's yeah. so messed up, but this is where it's really at. Right. They, they've got the real juice. There's a hidden secret here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that appeals to people just broadly, yeah. just generally, yeah. right? And so they, so a lot of these groups will use that. Uh-huh. That and, and what it does is it fosters a sense of belonging, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah. oh, we're the only ones who have this, you know... Um, uh, I talked to a guy who is a modalist, which means that they believe the Trinity is there's just one person uh-huh. in three different modes. Right. Right. We believe in three persons that are one God, which is not, we can't quite understand that. So a modalist would be like me saying, I am a father, I am a husband, and I am a brother, a, a brother a chaplain. Yeah. Right. And so these are three aspects of who I am, but I'm not a different person. It's just like I'm, right. I'm, I have a different relationship in this context. And so modalists would say the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are just different roles that the same person, yeah, yeah. that there's not, yeah. there's not a trinity. Yeah, so and they I, cannot yeah. relate to each other. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Manifestations of the same person. Right. And uh, so I've had conversation where this guy's trying to, to trying to, sell me his pitch right uh-huh, yeah and uh, and i've listened to it extensively sure and um and he'll go to the book of acts where it says that they baptized them in the name of jesus right and he says uh and i said well what about matthew 28 where it says they, right. they go baptize in the name of the father son and the holy spirit oh but yeah. then he goes to places where it says i and the father are one uh-huh and i'm thinking yeah. oh you're just, now you're just arguing for the trinity for me but right uh, he just uses all of yes, the yes, yes. all of the passages of oneness yes to suggest with along uh, along with Acts saying they baptized in the name of Jesus, right. that that is the accurate way to do it. That if, if you baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you just like redundancy, right, um, right, 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 <laughs> because they're the same. And if and this was the pitch, if you would be baptized in the name of Jesus, if you were baptized that way, you you weren't baptized right. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, by the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you get baptized in the name of Jesus, there's going to be this special, like, spiritual awakening. Right. right. And he said, and he, and he gave me a, a, a sales pitch where there was an example. This guy, he he'd, yeah. had been baptized that way. <laughs> okay. We baptized him in the name of Jesus, and just because, like, because of that obedience, because of that, you know, he uh-huh. did it that way, and, uh-huh. and um, you wouldn't believe the the things that have happened in his life. Yeah. And, uh, so there's there's kind of like the I've pitch. heard this before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all heard stuff like this. Yeah. Right. The thing is that it works on people sometimes. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and there's there are other manipulations, uh, and not just people with bad theology use right? that kind of manipulation. There are people right. with much better theology that use the same faulty manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some people use flattery, and there's yeah. all kinds of tools oh, yeah, yeah, at yeah, their yeah. disposal, right? Yeah. Um, and the fear mongering, of course, is a big one. Yeah. Um, and and but the, you need to belong. Uh-huh. I am the trusted, valuable person who can guide you. Right. I have the secret sauce. This group is special. Yeah. Yeah. You're a part of something very special. Yeah. How appealing is that, right? Oh, yeah, it's great. And especially if you're a teenager. Yeah. And so oh, I, th- I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I think about this, and who are the people who are really spending time online? Okay. Um, it's it's younger people. Yeah. You know, you and I aren't going to join a cult. No. Right. Uh, it's just not going to happen. But. Uh, we have kids. But if you start a cult, I might join it. Or maybe well, we can do it together. I, I have a pamphlet here I need to share with you. Cause, uh, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> You're behind the eight ball. This just happened years ago. Okay. I, uh, I'm, I'm actually building up to something now. So Okay, all right. Yeah, you're spoiling it now. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the cult of old men with pampers. So, <laughs> we want to make you our mascot. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, so uh, I, I do think about... Um, my kids and them going free in the world and and you every parent wonders have you prepared them for this or that and I, I don't think that I've, I've they're they're ill prepared for this right yeah uh, so I'm not I'm not particularly worried about this for with, with my kids but I am worried that the internet has provided and I like the internet by the way I'm sure, not sure I'm sure, not sure. saying technology is bad um, I'm just saying that it has provided the opportunity for people to create these little subcultures that are very cult-like. Yes. And along with that is is the secret knowledge that is yeah. often bogus or garbage uh-huh. that I think is just is fake news or misinformation yep. that is causing problems. Um, but there are people who that they, they need connections so badly, and in that way I think, okay, well, maybe the Internet is a good thing, but it just opens the opportunity for people to meet the wrong kinds of folks that they yeah. never would have encountered otherwise. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then there's these chat rooms and these, you know, yeah, this subculture sure. start to develop. And have you heard of the dark web? Oh, yeah. So there's some of these are just very malicious groups oh, yeah. that are just criminally based and trying to hack into information and, you know, yeah. all kinds yeah. of yeah. criminal behavior. And so uh, that has its own appeal, right? Yeah, Doing sure. something that's wrong and maybe the opportunity to get money and um but it's no different in that way than say a pimp yeah taking a girl yeah. telling her she's beautiful yeah and then she responds and he oh she's got daddy issues or she's she's emotionally uh-huh. damaged she really needs uh this sort of uh um boyfriend sort of uh-huh. moment right yeah, yeah. And he uses that and um, and rapes her, date rapes her, you know, convinces yeah. her to have sex with him, maybe. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, he, he he's just grooming her, just preparing her yep. to be a tool in his money-making operation. Yeah. Um, and this is happening in our country, not just in, like, in the poorest areas. It's happening all over the place. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. And people aren't typically aware of that. Yeah. That, that, that there yeah. could be someone that that you know, a young co-ed or something, who's yeah. who's been beaten, treated poorly, however, manipulated, commanded with confidence, and uh-huh. some of these techniques, uh-huh. and she is now a part of a, a prostitution ring. Yeah, yeah, uh, and doesn't want to be, and doesn't know how she got there, and right. um, and she was manipulated. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so we, you know, I think that there should be some. Uh, some concern as I think about uh, discipling people or coaching people or uh-huh. preaching to people that they think about these things. Now, I'm not trying to scare people myself. Sure. But um, be aware. Yeah. Be aware. Um, know what's happening on the internet. Uh, there, there are times when a police officer will go to a school, for example, uh-huh. and give parents like a PTA meeting or something, give them a good rundown of various things that are happening right now uh-huh. where people are trying to reach into your children's lives yeah. to manipulate them, to get uh, them to send them pictures of themselves sure. for child pornography use. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the, the, it, 
it will blow your mind. You go to one of these meetings. Sure. You hear one of these guys talking, you'll be like, holy smoke, I had no idea. Yeah. There are apps on people's phones that hide information. It looks oh, like yeah. a calculator, but it's, you know, you punch in a secret code and it opens a whole folder. Right. That no one would know is there. Right. Um, and and uh, these people will build relationships. They'll, they'll pretend like they're somebody else or yep. they'll use these sort of cult-like manipulations. Yeah. To... Uh, to exploit people, yeah, to get yeah. pornography, to get sexual favors, to get um, a following. It, even in the in the most basic way, I'm going to gain a following. I'm going to make an income right. by appealing to people in a way that um, that it seems that I'm helping them psychologically. But you're not a shrink. You're not a psychologist. You have right. no training. Right. You're just talking BS out your butt. Right, but there's enough people on the internet that can connect to that, yeah. and now you have some sort of business opportunity without any license, without any legitimacy. Right, right, and that's happening all the time, all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to speak to any of this? Well, the, <laughs> <laughs> sure. The, the internet's a wild west, and yeah. uh, you know, my understanding is that this newest generation of folks who are in high school right now, and, and maybe college as well are falling for classic internet scams at ridiculously high rates. Yeah. And the reason that, that people are, are uh, suggesting that this is the case is because this is a, this is a generation, uh, that even different from millennials, that have grown up right. with like lots and lots of online relationships with people who are probably trustworthy. Mm-hmm. But then that translates Normalizes into things. everybody yeah. is trustworthy. And so millennials, they um, did a lot of, they were online from the beginning, so, so digital na- uh, natives. Right. But the people that they were communicating with were almost exclusively people who they saw in real life. Mm-hmm. Where this young generation now, right. they have a lot of re- close relationships with people uh, who they've never met before, right? Right, and that me- that they so they have this innate trust of whatever messages are happening online. Yeah, and that's new. Yeah, that's and a, scary. This is a great point and scary. And, yeah. and then just take that to Web three in the metaverse, right? In, the, in like the oh yeah the Ready Player One scenarios where right, you're right, living right. in cyberspace yes. Yes, with yes, yes. a with a, uh, a characterization yes. that that you've created that isn't you at all, right? It doesn't have to be you, or could, portions of it can be you, right, and right. But borrowed from your identity, or you can pretend to be somebody else, and yeah. and just live in this realm. But in that realm, there are real goods and services being exchanged. Oh yeah, there's sure. real money going into the metaverse, huge, and, and yep. you know, and there, uh, the opportunities to uh, for corruption and exploitation. And I'm, yes, I, I just look at that, and first of all, I, I have no interest in being in a cyber world. Oh, me neither. I don't. I don't need to project myself in any sort of other image. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I've been. I. I've, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh dang. Like yeah. you know, it's been. It's been a couple of decades that I look in the mirror and say, crap. Yeah. Uh, I'm. But I've gotten used to it. I don't need. You know, yeah. I'm not going to go and uh, produce a magic mic version of me uh, in cyberspace. <laughs> right. Right. right? right. Like, yeah. I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. But I just don't see it as like real relationship or like real continuity with humanity. Yeah. It's it's something just cries out. This is a, a total waste. Yeah. Why yeah. would I spend any time in here? Yeah. Um, yeah. But we're old fuddy duddies. We are. Yeah. And uh, 
we are, and I think that gives us an advantage in some ways and a disadvantage in others, yeah. for sure. And so we need to use our advantage and be aware of our disadvantage. It's uh, God made us embodied, and that's important. Yeah. And he made us, uh, I'm not just a mind, I'm also a body. Yep. Uh, and so being living in the real world means having relationships you know it, w- that we hug and yep. ha- have high fives and, and it, so much communication is nonverbal right yeah yeah you read people's body language that's right yeah that's right and and it's a risk right so when we're when we're together we're not going to take them even to more intimate relationships right with an intimate relationship uh there we're you're embodied and have sex right and there, but that's risky because mm-hmm. there's a risk of rejection and there's risk of and so th- this is doing to social relationships what pornography did with sex where i, I can uh it's it's disembodied it's, artificial. it's, it's apart yeah. from it's re- it's the feeling of relationship and right. and social but without any of the risks of it yeah and that's a real problem or yeah because it's it, it without the risk there's not real intimacy right yeah yeah there isn't real acceptance right it's oh, artif- yeah. it's all artificial. Right. Like, so that's it, the allure of pornography. Is that yes. It, yeah. It, yes. Yes. It, yes. It's it the same thing. It promises you some sort of intimacy, but it it steals from you right. instead. Yeah. Right. 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 And I think the same thing's going to happen. I think that's these are great points you're bringing up. It, this these are these are significant psychological problems. Oh yeah. Yeah. And our kids, by the studies, are already largely addicted to their phone. Largely yeah. addicted to all these social internet sort of opportunities. Yeah. And uh, are suffering yeah, yeah. already. That's right. They're suffering with mental health and depression and uh, the image casting. Yes. They're being heavily sexualized. Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, uh, so I have recently, I've never looked at Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. Or, or Snapchat or any of that stuff. Okay. I had Facebook from a long time ago, and yeah. we've talked about that. Yeah. But have we talked about that, that Facebook has put reels on there? Have I mentioned this before? Uh, I don't think so. So a, a reel is like an Instagram, TikTok reel. Teach me about Facebook. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm looking at my Facebook and I'm scrolling down looking at what friends have posted. And I'll do that for a few minutes each day. And, um, th- and then suddenly there's, there's this, uh, these reels. Okay. And a reel is like a TikTok or Instagram um, short video clip that immediately rolls to the next one. Oh, I okay. see. Yeah, and then he rolls to the next one, and they're very quick. Yeah, and um, and you, you start looking at them, and it's from it's anything you could possibly think of from yeah. how okay, to I have how, seen to, these. how to fix something, yeah, yeah. Um, how to cook something, uh, to uh, to some some girl dancing to some song, yeah, sure. Um, to uh, it, it's just it, it's somebody trying to crack a joke, a right. magic trick. So you start scrolling, and I start figuring out that there is. Um, there's artificial intelligence involved. Oh right? yeah, they're, they're algorithms. Oh and yeah. So if if you look too long at, at a, a a girl dancing, uh-huh. uh huh, suddenly there's a, bun- a bunch of hot looking girls in your reel. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because it's measuring how many seconds, how many milliseconds right. you spend on there. Right. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I, so I start looking at my reel. And it's like, oh, it's got it's got MMA. Uh huh. It's got um how to you know like handyman stuff because that's you know, what you that's yeah, what you it, like. It's, and, you know, it's, and it's got uh, suddenly they they know I'm a man because there's uh-huh. there's more females than males. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is bad, yep. right? This yep. is this is like they know how to get you to stay. Yep. But it's but they also know so in the algorithm, right? They also know. Um, when they're measuring exactly when you leave, mm-hmm. and so every so the, and then that goes in the algorithm. They're like, okay, so whatever that was that that he left, we're not going to do that again. Hmm. 
Yep. And so it's learning how do your we, behaviors right. to keep so, you hooked in. And so then they'd say, okay, so then they'll practice. They'll say, he leaves whenever, you know, there's a hundred factors and they're tracking all of them. Yeah. He leaves whenever uh, this and this and this and this happen or a combination of these things. So then they'll say, okay, so which of those is the algorithm will learn? Which of those is most important? So it'll test you mm-hmm. and it's going to do these things. And did, did he leave then? Oh, no, he didn't. Okay. So that tells us something. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. are super. It, and it's all, <laughs> it's AI learning about yep. who you are and what you want. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. What, uh, and what you want and, and even in negative ways. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, uh, exposing ways. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, uh, this is really harmful, I think for, for the, the young people. Oh yeah. Who don't know what's happening. Yes. Who don't know themselves. We're almost 50, right? Yeah. I, I know, I know what I find attractive uh-huh. in, a, in a woman, what I don't, yep. or, you know, and, and Me too. I, I'm not attracted to men. I know that like, uh-huh. right? <laughs> I got that straight a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I know, um, uh, there's some big industry things that'll be on these reels, you know, like some of that uh, has caught my eye. Like they're, they're, they're developing some giant, uh, piece of metal, okay. you know, for some yeah, function. Sure. I'm like, Oh, what are they doing there? You know? Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and there's no surprises for me in other words. Right. But for folks who are younger and don't understand how this is functioning, yes, um, they're just getting they're just like sucked in like oh, yeah. a tractor beam, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're being manipulated, right? Almost like a cult. Yeah, they're being trained to be dependent upon this device. Yeah, and their life is consisting that this yes. device somehow knows me. It knows what I want. It knows what I like. They don't. They're not thinking that. Yeah, but it's sub, at a subconscious level. This thing is my friend this thing knows me yeah it, it gives me what i want to see yeah right it's providing for me yeah there, there was a study recently that i heard about um well it's been a couple years now of a um a, a uh, ai therapist mm-hmm. that uh had an algorithm and so you could text this bot yeah and it would text you back and now they've they've gotten really really sophisticated at mm-hmm. these conversation bots. Right. Really sophisticated. And so so much so that you can't tell. I mean, you can't tell anymore if it's it, it, there's no way to know if it's if, if you're communicating with a bot or not. But they may mean these, a good one. A good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some there's that, some yeah. that are that are really dumb. Yeah. But um, just in terms of just conversation. And so uh, they made one that was geared toward therapy. And they rolled it out to people. And there were people who talked to it multiple times a day hmm. for years. And it develops, uh, it, it learns who you are yeah. uh, in those same kind of really complicated ways. And so it'll, tell, it'll know when you're discouraged before you know it. It'll know, and, so, and it'll initiate a text to you to help lift you up. And... There are people who have become dependent upon this, knowing from the beginning mm-hmm. that this is not a person. Right. And no one is checking this. Right. But they have a feeling that this thing knows me because over time right. it learns what you like, what you don't like, your cadence of speech. Your, right. It knows like wh- when you're discouraged and when you're not. Everything that it gives you, it remembers everything and is never selfish. Right. Right. It never, never demands asks you anything. For anything at all. It yeah. never asks you for anything. It only is so it, if it, if it is super creative and whimsical and tells a joke, 
then, and you like it, then, okay, let's do some more of that. Yeah. And if you don't like it, okay, we're not going to do that anymore then. Yeah. And it conforms to everything you want. That's fascinating. Think about it in terms of therapy. I, I wonder if there's, if there's a plus to that. It's a good side to that. You know, I mean, relationally, I think that's horrendous. Right? Yes. I wonder that's if the Stepford Wives. Did you ever yeah. see that movie, Stepford yes, Wives? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so that's, a, that's an interesting point. The, yeah. like the therapy piece. Yeah. Like, it, can we can we use this for good instead of just manipulating, uh, and indoctrinating, um, selling ads to consumerism, right? Uh, right you know, right. creating addictions, right? Um, you know, feeding people the the stuff that's just going to keep them trapped in in some false world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there is there some way to redeem this? You know, use this for. I would want to be really careful. Yeah, I would I, too. I, it's, it's a little scary to think about. Oh yeah. 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 So, yeah, I yeah I don't know what the answer is. I know that it's not good. D- 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 uh, were you moving toward something that's good, like, oh, so this is the way out? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, I mean, I, I um I, I do think that that as far as uh, responding to this, that it's important for parents to make sure that they are uh, very involved with their kids' cellular usage. They have very tight parameters on yep. the phone. Yep, yep, Do yep. not lose these fights and arguments about mm-hmm. time and mm-hmm. what they can have and what kind of social media you will permit. That's That's you good. need to educate yourself on the pernicious things that are out there. You need to be aware. And you also need to just the, you need to help your kids, not just with, with this problem, but all, in any part of discipleship, you want them to learn to internalize. Yeah. Uh, why, you know, I'm, here are the rules. Let me explain to you why I yeah. have these rules. Let Where me tell you how, from? the yeah. danger that's involved. Let me tell you what I want for you in your life instead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's talk about this comprehensively so that you can understand it, and you'll be able to not only self-regulate and monitor one day, but you'll be able to pass this along, yeah. and yeah. you'll be able to raise your kids, or, or, or my good. grandkids will be wrecked. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, um, yeah there's just, uh, it, it just requires, like parenting is getting so complicated. Yeah. Um, and you've just got to stay in the fray. Yeah, you've got to keep working and fighting. Fight the good fight. Yeah, because they they love this stuff so I much. I hear you. Oh that yeah. It is it is like they're addicted to crack. Yep. And you're trying to to somehow limit this yep. monitor. And I'm telling you, there are pernicious things out there. Dangerous, yeah, manipulative, and and even in the mild cases. Again, I'm not trying to like scare you or terrorize right. you. Yeah. But in the mild cases, I say there's someone who's who's. Uh, making a living, yes. Helping people without any training, yes. Without any, uh, without any license, That's without right. any oversight. That's right. And it and it's and it largely is using similar tactics that we've seen over and over again yeah. that have led people into uh, well-known cults like the Mormons or very small, dangerous cults like uh, the the Jonesville Brent, people. You yeah. know, the, or yeah. Branch Davidians. Yeah, yes. the, the people who drank the Kool Aid yeah. and and literally went yeah. off to live on a on a comet. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, that's all being brought to bear because that's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. And that yeah. way, the technology is new, but the human condition yeah. and its abilities and its deficiencies, that's all been around that's a long, good. long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, this is William with the Hopper Podcast. If you're too conservative to be a liberal and too progressive to be a conservative, have we got news for you. We've broken free from the cultural and political narratives that dominate the landscape, and there are more of us than you might realize. Let's grow the Hopper podcast. Find your favorite episode 
click the share button to share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks a bunch. Dave, uh, weasels. Do you know about weasels? In Europe, weasels are called martins. Do you know what? Do you know about martins? I did not know that weasels were called martins in Europe. Well, there's, um, they're actually different animals. I think it's a little bit like an emu and an ostrich. Yeah. I think weasels, yeah. weasels, I think, are North America. I think that's right. Most of my experience with weasels is dealing with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in North America. Okay, so an almost identical animal in Europe is the marten. Have you heard of the martens? See, the only marten I know is a bird. Oh no! This is a so there are martens um, that are that look very much like weasels. Okay, so okay in, in Germany um, they are humongous pests. Um, I would imagine yes, and specifically for cars, German cars, and I don't mean German-made cars. Uh-huh. I mean all cars in Germany, and the reason is because they are protected animals. The stone martens specifically are protected. You're not allowed yeah. to trap them. You're not allowed to hunt them. You're not allowed to harm them. And okay. they love to snack on the wires and hoses of sure. cars. Yeah. Are they endangered? I don't know if they're endangered or not, but there's a whole bunch huh. of them. So that's weird because most pests are not protected. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah. but apparently in they they are going crazy more and more with the cars in Germany. They don't actually eat them, they're just curious to taste this and that, and they're just kind of mischievous. Yeah, yeah. In and so they are getting about um what was it? I've I've, I've written read an article about this. Uh, something like two in Germany, two hundred thousand insurance claims a year that are the result of Martin's disabling cars. Wow! Yeah, costing them in the neighborhood of a hundred million dollars a year, costing yeah. the, the the economy hundred million dollars a year, and there's nothing you can do. Lots of companies have tried to manufacture and sell. Um, ways to deter the Martins, and nope, they're pretty, uh, nothing works. Wow. It, I guess, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get online and get a look at a picture. I know there's a lot of, of rodents out there. Yeah. You know, they have various names and families, weasels yeah. and muskrats and, you know, all kinds of vermin. Um, it's a long, and, uh, you know, for long body... It's yeah, furry. Looking. It looks like a ferret. A ferret, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Something like that. A ferret, a weasel, a, you know, something like that. Super long body. They, they, um, some people have tried to use like um, some sort of cage or guard that you that you strap onto your car when it's parked. They come out at night, basically. They're yeah. they're nocturnal um, to keep them, but they they seem to disable them. Uh, I get the impression that in some ways they're a little bit cur- they're curious and can get into anything the way that a raccoon can. Like yeah. how do you stop a raccoon from getting into your you know whatever? And so it's that kind of thing. But they're much smaller and they can yeah, they can really do a lot of damage apparently. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm glad we don't have those over here. Yeah, for sure. 
apparently people just like go out and they're it's it's gotten so common that it's not unusual for a German person to go out to the car and the car just doesn't start and like they just you just can basically assume that it's that a Martin got you. Wow, that's pretty bad. Stupid so little Martin. It's like something just they're trying to to lock up around the bottom of their car. Exactly. Wow. That's one. There's another. There's another device um, that is uh, emits a sound, some high pitched okay. thing that they don't sure. like, but right. uh, that that only works a little bit apparently. There's a there's someone there's another company that's trying to um, that they they said this is the urine of a wolf or something or I, okay. something you know yeah. so let's some predator some predator and so you spray this yeah. around your car every night. And that is barely effective for, you know, in some ways, you know, anecdotally it's effective, but no, it doesn't really work. And so, I mean, lots of people are are, uh, trying to protect themselves. I think it's a recent problem. This has just recently come up in the last, you know, five or six years. And maybe, you know, I don't even, I need to look this up. I didn't look, but it may be that the Martins used to be uh, protected or or used to be um, endangered. And now, because they're protected, they're doing quite well. Uh, but there's, yeah. you know, the the uh, the protections are still there for them. But it's been, I think, it's been in the last few years that this has become a like a really, really big problem in Germany. I wonder if it's, it, this is in urban areas with cars. Exactly. So it's yeah. More like an infestation, you know, like kind of. Yeah. If they're out in the woods eating seeds and carrying on like like they should be. That's one thing, but. If they're like slinking around the trash cans and in the cars, then I don't know why anyone would want that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I would expect that it's in urban areas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that um, that in urban areas also people have had trouble in the United States with animals like uh, getting into if if there's a space they can get in, especially on cold nights a warm engine, like they'll get in if they can right. and like make a little nest or something near the engine. That can be a real problem, but it's, that's, uh, it's, it's very rare. It happens, but it's very rare. Right. I've had squirrels, um, eat the propane lines to my grill, you know, like grease strips on them. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Or, or, you know, are they just, they're, they're just dulling their sharp teeth. Their teeth keep growing so that they keep chewing. They gotta stuff. keep chewing. Yeah. Yeah, and so they uh, they get up under the grill and chew up the hoses, and now your grill doesn't work. Um, and they're not they're not exactly cheap to replace. Yeah, that was infuriating, you know. And then um, and this was in St. Louis, you know. We lived on that street that that us one street over had restaurants and. I industry. remember that. Yeah, you were right there. Yeah, and so uh, occasionally there'd be a rat running around. Um, oh yeah, across uh-huh. the street. Yeah, and our my dog Linus killed uh-huh. two of them. Uh huh. But both times he killed a rat. He got some infection in his mouth. Oh. They're just filthy creatures. They are. So yeah. anyway, I put uh, – uh, and I saw that the, the hoses on my my tank had been chewed off. So I put um, poison in the drip cup. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the drip cup. And then uh, I noticed it had been eaten. And then later that day, a squirrel fell out of the tree. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I, that's when I learned it was a squirrel that had been sure, in the hose sure. instead of a rat." Because that's I was intending on it. Yeah, I thought it was a rat, but anyway, I yeah. So sorry, squirrel, but 
you know, don't chew my, my propane tank hoses. That's how, that's how I have always done it, and that's how we've taught uh, our son Sam as well. When animals are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, if they're not in the right place, so we say, you know, uh, you know, a bug in the house that's not supposed to be in the house, you can squish it. A bug outside is where he's supposed to be, then no, don't. we're not going to go and just kill randomly animals. Uh, but inside the house, or if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, so squirrel chewing on the propane lines, nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, I'm going to put that theory to the test this uh, this summer. I'm going to have you come over and sit out on my deck where I've got that, that water out back uh-huh. and tell you not to kill any mosquitoes that land on you. Oh, my God. Okay, see, now they're not they're not supposed to land on me. If they're landing on me, I'm going to take care of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they're bloodsuckers. They are bloodsuckers. Yeah. I, I think any bloodsucker is just an automatic hit list. For, Ticks, well, kill okay. them. Leeches, kill them. Well, if they kill them. if they land on me, absolutely, hundred percent. But I also, you know, I took ecology in college. I know what a niche is, right? We got a uh, mosquitoes play a part, and so do uh, ticks. And you know, uh, we need those. I don't want to exterminate them completely from the world. I, um, I, you know, honestly, I don't think we need ticks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think they have any ecological purpose that we couldn't. I mean, do we I need them that, for anything? Well, I'm not a tick expert, but uh, my immediate impulse is to say that if it's there, it's serving some sort of purpose, and we don't know exactly what it is. And I think we would be arrogant to say, now, I don't want ticks anywhere near me. And so, yeah, I'm going to try and, and repel ticks as much as possible, for sure. Yeah. Because they, they do a lot of damage in the world, no question about it. And, uh, man, I think that it is, it is dangerous to try and – because we don't, we don't know what all they do. The, the unintended consequences of just, like, getting rid of all – man, I'm I'm – because that's a lot of the argument. Yeah, I understand that. You understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I – I, yeah, I don't want to be arrogant and assume that they don't do anything, but I'm telling you, I can't think of a single good thing coming from a tick. <laughs> I hear you completely. Man. You know, this yeah. goes back to something that we were talking about earlier, or maybe we haven't released it yet, I don't know, uh, about thoughts and feelings, right? So I, my thoughts and my feelings are very mixed here. My feelings are, get rid of these pests no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my thoughts are like, okay, wait a second, let's think. You pause, let me I, think. I, I, yeah. don't, I think that's a little bit arrogant, but um, yes, uh, ticks are they are evil and will not be in the new heavens and the new earth when God does away with everything that's wrong with the world. (laughs) I can think of some others too. Mosquitoes too. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. Write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time when we will discuss five unusual uses for clickbait. You'll never guess the last one. Oh, oh, where do I click? I'm sure you need, you know, someone who needs to listen to that. Be a pal and share the Hopper goodness. Send them a link and if they still don't listen, then cry your little baby eyes out. Be sure to subscribe or follow, please. And special thanks this week go to our dental hygienist, Ginger Vitus. Boo. <laughs> Boo.
Boo, Boo gingivitis. Boo, Ginger. <laughs>